Hey, and welcome to the Spell Strong Podcast. So happy you're here and listening today. I'm your host, Crystal. This is a place where military spouses can find practical resources and solutions to help them bounce back in life challenges through resilience training, boundary setting, pursuing purpose beyond being a military spouse, and healing through exercising mindfulness. I hope that this episode inspires you, empowers you, and equips you today. And also, I hope it blesses you in some way. So go ahead and grab a cup of coffee and let's get to work, my friend. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the new series called Prayer Life. I'm so, so excited about this. This is the introduction to the next four episodes, actually, that I'm going to be recording about prayer life and how we can be more intentional with our prayer. And so I kind of want to just go over the overview of what these next four episodes are going to be about. And so I have three questions that I want to ask you, or maybe you can ask yourself, and I want you to go deep and I want you to be honest and real with yourself Um, and kind of just stew on these. Don't overthink them. Don't be overwhelmed. Just kind of stew on it because I think it's important when we are faith-led Christians and we, you know, we are, you know, reading the Bible and we're reading the word that, you know, we do need to have some type of prayer life too. And so I kind of want to go into three questions right now. So go ahead, grab your piece of paper, grab a pen and write these down and just kind of write them in your journal. If you have a journal, write it down in a journal or a piece of paper, whatever floats your boat. So let's go ahead with number one. So number one question is, where in your daily life do you have intentional prayer? And I mean like longer than just five seconds of your life, right? Not just like, oh, I'm going to be praying before dinner or before bed or like where can we like if we're really thinking about prayer, where are we being intentional? Are we having intentional prayers with God? Like, are we stopping whatever we're doing in the middle of the day? Or maybe it's in the morning, like we're stopping in the morning and we're actually having intentional prayer. Where in our life are you doing that? And this is longer than just 10 minutes. This is longer than five minutes, guys. Like this is longer than that. Um, And I call like... And the thing is, is like some people will pray before dinner, before they eat. Um, Some will do it before they go to bed, like I said. And then I like to call these like pocket prayers. So you never like get someone who says, hey, can you pray for me? And then like we just kind of put it in our pocket and then we bring it out whenever. And we're like, oh, pray for blah, 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 right? Those are what I call pocket prayers or pop-up prayers, like you just kind of like someone says someone says like pop-up prayers or whatever so I call them pocket prayers because you keep them in your pocket and then when someone says hey did you pray for me or hey like I can I get a prayer and you just kind of stick it in your pocket and then you're like oh I pray for that and then you kind of check it off like it's and I also call there's also something called check off prayers and I'm gonna go further into that in the next episodes but My number two question for you 
is where do you want to be with your prayer life? Like, where do you want to be more intentional? Think about like where you are now and where you want to be. I don't care, like five days from now, or maybe a week from now, or maybe even go further than that. Like, where do you want to be in five years from now? Or maybe just from a year from now, maybe you can't handle the whole five years plan of, you know, being more intentional frame. Maybe you can only handle like a month from now, whatever, wherever you're at, where do you want to be more intentional with your prayer life? Um, and then my final question is, what are you praying about? So what are you praying about? Are you just doing like quick little prayers like, oh, please pray for this? Or are you being more like specific in your prayers? Like, are you asking for healing, hope, peace, a raise at work? Or maybe there's like, maybe a family member sick. So you're praying about your family member being, getting healing. So like, where are, what are you praying about? So really think about what you're praying about, what you're, you know, where do you want to be? with your prayer life and like, are you being intentionally, are you intentionally being in prayer? Like what, like how, not exactly when or where or how or whatever, but like, are you really being intentional with your prayers and talking like, and I, I always say this, like prayer should be an intimate talk with God, either out loud or and silently, like it doesn't matter. So I wanted to kind of hit some, some myths about prayer. So I kind of wrote down like 10 myths about prayer and I'm going to move my stuff out of the way so I can see. Um, so I have like 10 myths about prayer and a lot of people don't, a lot of people do some of these things and some people might. Um, so we're just going to kind of go through them. So number one, we can only pray in church or at home. So that's totally a myth. We can totally pray wherever we're at. God meets you where you're at. Like, it doesn't matter where you could be. You could be, where's the weirdest place that you could ever be and you're, you're praying? You could be on the subway and you could pray. Um, God hears our prayers no matter what. And like I said earlier, like, Prayer is an intimate talk with God, but sometimes when you're praying, you might be blessing somebody next to you or around you or even someone on the next train, you know what I mean? Or on the next subway or whatever. So God isn't limited to just church or your house. Like God is not limited. Um, number two, it's a religion practice and only for those who go to church. Oh my goodness. It's not just for religious practices. Like God is an open communicator. Like he is literally a telephone you can pick up and dial at any time you want, right? You don't need to be in a church. You don't need to be in a building to access him. So I feel like that that's a huge myth. And a lot of people believe that, oh, because I'm religious, I have to practice prayer. Yes, it's, you should practice prayer, but it's not just for those who go to church. And I'm, I can't remember which scripture it is, but I'm going to look it up because I want to give you guys, and I meant to look this up before I started this. Um, so like I've been looking up like what 
prayer really means in the Bible. And so I'm looking for the scripture that talks about prayer being for everybody. Like God is for everybody. Um, I'll find it somewhere. I'll find it somewhere and I'll post it. It's not coming into me, but it's somewhere, it's somewhere in there. I know it is. Um, but we are supposed to like pray for, you know, others and stuff like that. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about praying for like prayer being for everybody. Um, it's more like God being for everybody. Okay, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I'll figure it out later. I, I thought I had it written down, but I guess not. Um, and then number three, there is a time and a place to pray. Sometimes, sometimes you can make that time to go pray and, you know, you can find a spot to, to kind of pray, but there's really no time or place to pray. You can pray wherever you're at. Um, number four, we have to pray really, really long prayers because those are the ones that get answered. Truly, truly get answered. I don't understand this myth, why we think that these really, really long prayers are the ones that really get answered because God will answer them in his timing. God has a different like, I want to say God is, like, a different timeline than we do. Like, our timeline is, like, this side, and then God's timeline is on this side. And so, I think sometimes, and I'm going to kind of go into this a little bit further down, because this is in one of my other ones that I wrote, written down. Um, sometimes I think that we get in this notion in our mind that, you know, if I pray really, really hard, or if I pray really, really long prayers... I'm going to get my answered prayers. And so I I feel like that's not being intentional. That's kind of being selfish in a way. And I'm going to kind of go into that in a little bit. Um, prayer is only for when life gets tough. This is a huge myth. Like prayer is not just for when my life gets really, really rough. Prayer is also for Thanksgiving, thanking God for the things that you have, being blessed. You know, prayer is also for other people. And blessing other people. So I feel like that's a huge myth that it it's only used when, you know, and ex, ex, when it's life is hard, right? Like, but it's not just used for that. And this goes into my number six, which is prayer is the last result, kind of like the contingency plan. Like you have that last result card. You're like, here's my, you know, get out of jail free card type of thing. And I think sometimes we were like, yeah, that's, you know, if I pray about this, maybe God will get me out of this issue that I'm dealing with, you know, and it's kind of like that contingency plan, you know, your get out of jail free card type of thing. Like we use that as prayer and I'm like, oh no, that's not the purpose of prayer is to use it as our last result. It's just not. Um, and I'm going to go into how to help yourself kind of like not use prayer as a last result um, card and not using it as a contingency plan when you feel like things are going the wrong way and you just feel like, oh, I'm just going to pray about it. I'm going to help you understand that. 
um, here in a little bit because we're going to talk about a lot of people in the Bible who've, who have done that. So we're going to kind of go into that. Um, it's going to be freaking awesome. Like, <laughs> excited for this. I'm really excited for this, this series. So there are limits on prayer. So this one's a huge mess. Like, there's limits on prayer. Like, you can't pray about this. You can't pray about that. You can't pray about this. When you limit your prayer life, you are limiting God and what he can do in your life. Plain and simple. Um, number eight, prayer is about what I can get out of it by asking God. This was a huge, huge thing. Like, I think sometimes we think that, some people think that, you know, God is just this, like, magic genie that he's just gonna, like, poof, everything will be gone. Poof, get here. Poof, there. Poof, there. Here, here's a car. Here's a house. Here's this. Here's that. And so we get into this notion that what can I get out of my prayer to you, God, and I think that we get into this selfish relationship and God doesn't like that. So it's definitely a big myth. Number eight or number nine, uh, when our, when our prayers don't get answered, this is a good one. When our prayers don't get answers, we fear that they never will. So we say, what's the point or what's the, um, Like, what's the point of praying if my, my, my prayers never get answered anyways? Um, we kind of lose the faith portion of prayer. Like, we do. We lose the portion of faith in our prayer. And so this was a huge one. Like, sometimes, and, and maybe this doesn't sound like you, maybe it does sound like you. Like, when something does not get answered right away, you have a hard time waiting well. Like you have a hard time waiting well. And what I mean by that is like you have a hard time just sitting in your, in your situation and waiting on God. And so you stop praying, you stop asking, you stop like, no, nope, I'm not going to ask no more. What's the point? You know, I'm just doomed as it is, you know? And so we, we fear that they will never get answered. So we tend to like not pray about it anymore, you know? And that's a huge myth. Like, that keeps a lot of people from being intentional when they're praying. Um, number 10, using prayer as a weapon. This one was a huge one. And I did some research on this one. And I was thinking, well, I don't know if I'm going to use this one. But using a prayer as a weapon for others or saying they prayed against me um, type of thinking this is a dangerous type of thinking. When we start to think, especially as, as Christians, as faith-led Christians, when we start to really think that prayer is going to be a weapon towards us or towards others, it can become very dangerous. Um, and so we have to remind ourselves that people don't just wish and pray for bad things that happen to you. You know, and we have to get out of that notion as a, as a Christian, we have to get out of the notion that, oh, they're just going to pray that I, I fall down the stairs today. Like, that's just not how it works. That's not how prayer works. So these are my 10 myths about prayer. I hope you enjoyed them because we're going to kind of go into what we're going to be talking about in the next four episodes. So we're going to be talking about how we can be more intentional with our prayer and our life, our prayer lives, right? So how can we be more intentional? 
how can we pray more? Maybe it's praying more for you, right? Or maybe it's just having that one-on-one -on -one time and finding that time to have that one-on-one -on -one time to where you're really intentional, you're listening, but you're quiet, you're still, you're listening. And I'm going to go into all this. And I'm actually at the end of this, I'm going into a practical wrap-up. And I call it practical wrap-up because I want you to practically applicate everything that I'm going to give you in episode number four. It, it'll change your life. I'm telling you, it'll change your life. You want to get that episode and that'll be uploaded. Um, I'm doing two a week, so that'll be uploaded probably the end of February. You're going to really want that episode because I have a template for you to kind of help walk you through the application and how to use what I implement in the other episodes to get you to that part of the, um, the host series. So my number one is going to be my number one episode. I might rename it because it just didn't sit. I don't know. Like I wanted to go back to the basics, right? I really want to go back to the basics of praying and the basics of our relationship with God. So it's called Praying 101. I know it's cheesy. I'm sorry. It'll probably be changed. <laughs> it's totally cheesy. And I just wanted to go back to the basics. So I might call it something else. But I really want to go back to the basics of our relationship with God. And where prayer, prayer has a lot to do with that. So yeah, no, it's cheesy, but we're going to work with it, right? <laughs> and then our second episode is going to be um, having a praying relationship with God. And how does that look? What does that look like? And yeah, I'm going to kind of do it. I'm going to do a little bit in the number one episode, but I'm not going to go in and deep. We're going to go deep. We're going to go really, really deep in episode two. Um, having a, um, a praying relationship with God and how we do that. How do we get ourselves to do that? Um, and then number three is going to be, um, what does it, oh, what, <laughs> I can't read my hand right. I'm so far away. So what does it mean? What does it mean being biblically, Okay, guys, I can't read my handwriting. This is bad. Um, oh, what does it mean when we are intentionally being biblically praying? I don't like, I might read, <laughs> I might have to rename that one too. But where, what does it mean? What does it look like? So, kind of like, what does it look like when we are biblically praying? So, Another myth, and I guess I could have added this to one of my myths. Another myth that I saw that I researched was that you have to use, like, these big words when you're praying, right? Um, I always got, like, I always get, like, I don't know. Is it, like, stage fright or something whenever someone's, like, can someone pray? You know how, like, when you're in a group and they're, like, okay, does anyone want to pray us out? Like, <laughs> I get stage fright so much. But I feel like for us to be intentionally praying we and being able to really publicly pray, like being out in public and praying, it, at first it feels weird, right? But 
I think that we use too many big words. We try to use too many big words. And instead of allowing the Holy Spirit just to come within us and calm our storm of our anxiety that we get when we're trying to pray out loud. And what that looks like, not just on a biblical side, but also just having like not so many big words to choose from to have to use, you know. So I'm going to kind of help you with that. And to help you understand or what it looks like to have a biblical outlook on prayer. So, and then number four on my episode four, we're just going to wrap it up and then it's going to be application time. Okay. So we're going to be applying some of these things in the last episodes and we're just going to kind of wrap it up in a little bow and that's it. And I'm really excited about this because it's going to be really, really good. Um, I think this will actually help myself, but it also probably will help you to be more intentional with your prayer life. So if you are ready to jump in, you're going to go ahead and go to the next episode. It's going to be uploaded by the end of this week. And I cannot, or actually I'm probably going to upload it tomorrow. This one's going to be uploaded today. And then the next one's going to be uploaded tomorrow. And if you want to catch us on social media, which I'm not really a big fan of, but we have a group. We have a, do have a support group. That's amazing. So just head on over there. It's going to be in the descriptions below. So, all right, until next time, peace out. Hey friends, thank you so much for joining me and being here and just hanging out with me today and listening. I hope today's episode inspired, empowered, and equipped you today in some way. If it did, could you do me a favor? Can you head over to the Apple Podcast and write me a review? It would be so helpful for other military spouses to see this podcast and to be able to hear it so that they might truly need it. Thank you so much for doing that. And thank you for those who have written a review and truly means the world to me. Because of you, others are able to make their lives better and we're all able to change the world. Also, if you're looking for a connection, a place to hang out, you should join our Facebook community called group called Bouncing Back Spouse Strong where you can find a great supportive community of military spouses who are also learning how to bounce back together with mentorship in, in our Facebook group. Also, we have lots and lots of freebies. Yes, freebies that is, and training goodies in there that will help you along your resilient building journey. If you also have a topic or a question you would like to share with me, you can email me at spousestrongmama at gmail.com. This was so great today and I really hope it blessed you in some way. So until next time, y'all. Bye.